Hello and welcome to the broadcast. This is a ministry of North Harford Baptist Church in Jarrettsville, Maryland. Visit us online at northharford.org. Reading this week is Psalm 7, verses 8 through 17. I'll pray for us and then we'll look at it. Father, we worship you. You made this world. You made us. You've made everything. That, that kind of power is beyond imagination. And yet it's true. Thank you for making yourself known to us. Thank you for your mercy and giving us hearts that would love you and seek to know and honor you. Father, we're thankful for the kingdom of God. We're thankful for this church that you brought us to. We pray for your protection. We pray for your guidance. We pray that you would strengthen us and purify us and use us uh, for your gospel for the sake of Christ. Sanctify us. Encourage us, Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Couple words or ideas just to scan for as I'm reading. Number one would be judge. See who's the judge. Uh, number two would be words like wicked or evil. All right, you kind of see the theme of what this psalm is about. Another word would be the word repent. And then a final word, which I don't think you're going to see till the end, would be thanks. In the midst of all that, no matter what's going on, we give thanks to God. All right, beginning in verse 8. The Lord judges the peoples. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to the integrity that is in me. O let the evil of the wicked come to an end. And may you establish the righteous, you who test the minds and hearts, O righteous God. My shield is with God, who saves the upright in heart. God is a righteous judge and a God who feels indignation every day. If a man does not repent, God will wet his sword. He has bent and readied his bow. He has prepared for him his deadly weapons, making his arrows fiery shafts. Behold, the wicked man conceives evil and is pregnant with mischief and gives birth to lies. He makes a pit, digging it out and falls into the hole that he has made. His mischief returns upon his own head, and on his own skull his violence descends. I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness, and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord, the Most High. Well, the first key word I mentioned was judge. And if you were leading a discussion or a devotion on this, you would want to talk about another key word that goes with that in the passage that begins with an R, talks about the kind of judge that God is. What do you think that word is? Righteous. He's a righteous judge. He, he judges sin. He judges wickedness. He's a judge who intervenes, which is why he, the psalmist is praying to God and calling upon God the righteous judge. Of course, the other key words were uh, wicked, verse 9. Oh, let the evil of the wicked come to an end. So he's praying for intervention. And then uh, where's the word evil? I know that's in there. Verse 14, behold, the wicked man conceives evil. He's pregnant with mischief. And then some powerful imagery from verses 14 through 16. And the idea is the, the wicked man, the evil man, is Digging his own grave, digging his own pit, and leading to his own destruction. Behold, 
or uh, yeah, verse 14. Behold, the wicked man conceives evil and is pregnant with mischief. He's committed to it. He's devoted to it. This is what he thinks about. This is what he's set on. And gives birth to lies. He makes a pit, digging it out, and falls into the hole that he has made. His mischief returns upon his own head, and on his own skull his violence descends. Of course, ultimately, that's God's judgment. Sin deserves death. Wickedness deserves judgment. God is a righteous judge. He will not ignore it. That's why in verse 11 it says he's a righteous judge, comma, and a God who feels indignation every day. Sin angers God because he's a righteous and holy God. He does not turn the other way. So that's why this other word is so important, repent. Repent. We must turn from sin and evil toward God. And what an important uh, where is it? Important phrase to understand. It was at the very beginning. Oh yeah, verse 8. The Lord judges the peoples. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to the integrity that is in me. Only a saved person can pray that. Right? The righteousness that we have is a righteousness that's by faith. It's not by works. But as God's people, by faith, we truly are righteous in his eyes. And the only way we would ever want to stand before God as our judge is we would want to stand as one who is justified by grace through faith. We are righteous in his eyes, by faith, by his grace. The integrity that is in me, he says at the end of verse 8. Well, do children of God have a true integrity in us, even though by nature we are sinners? Yes, because of the Holy Spirit. We do have a true love for God in our hearts. We do have a true holiness in our hearts. The fruit of the Spirit really exists in our hearts. That's our integrity, and it is real. It's not from us naturally. It's from God. It's from the Holy Spirit, but it's real. So what he's basically saying there is, God, judge me as your child. Judge me as one who's reconciled to you. And that is how we stand before God as our judge. He's still our judge. God still cares about how we live. We still will stand before him as his adopted children. And finally, so God is a righteous judge who's going to punish evil. And then we see just the, the self-defeating nature of wickedness and evilness. Evil It's digging your own grave, heaping up judgment upon yourself. Then we see this word repent, verse 12. If a man does not repent, God will wet his sword. So there is an opportunity to turn. And then finally, verse 17, I will give to the Lord the thanks due to his righteousness. And I will sing praise to the name of the Lord, the Most High. In the context, it's a reminder that we don't get mad at God or upset with God that he's a righteous judge who judges sin. We give him thanks for that. We praise him for that. That's good. That's good to, for him to be a righteous judge who judges sin. Just like it's good for him to be a merciful God who forgives sin. Both of those things. And if we don't have both of those things, we will not understand the cross of Jesus Christ. And the cross is, is everything for us. That's our heart. That's our center. That's our anchor where our sin really was judged. The anger of God, the wrath of God against our sin really was poured out upon the body of Christ so that we would not have to face that judgment. God is a righteous judge. We praise him. We thank him for that.